Did you watch Insecure last night though? I did, I did. I like watching Insecure because it's like, it's so dramatic for, for like yeah. you know, seemingly no reason, but you know, I don't have any of that in my life. So it's nice to, it's nice to kind of- You need, you know, need the messiness sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you can be, you know, just like, it makes you feel messy adjacent, you know? <laughs> What's going on everybody? Welcome to Without a Roadmap. This is the show for product people who don't have all the answers. We plan to tell the stories of product folks who get the job done, but are still figuring it out. My name is Jonas. And my name is Cameron. Jonas and I are both PM Parlor, which is a startup located in downtown Boston. And we're here to just give our perspectives on just life as a PM. <laughs> Today, we want to talk about a super exciting and big release we have going on, which will be released by the time this episode is out. And available to everybody to listen to. Um, and so given the whole coronavirus situation, it's kind of forced a lot of product teams to adapt to the current situation as far as um, adjusting what their product priorities are in terms of what features to build out next, or it could even be as far as reducing the cost of their products or even offering free versions of their products just to help everybody out, out and just to these times due to all the craziness going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think everybody's familiar with some of the companies that have benefited from this situation to a degree. Uh, you know, we're both on, on Zoom right now. I don't think we really used Zoom very much before. We were actually like, uh, we were Google Hangouts Hive. But, uh, you know, like, uh, <laughs> but also a lot of people, you know, not even companies, individuals have benefited from Zoom's uh, extending uh, their free access and giving people, uh, you know, extended um, time limits for group chats and things of that nature, like examples of like ways that uh, companies have been able to use kind of product marketing and marketing in this situation to benefit their companies. So uh, I think, you know, it's an interesting thing to talk about and also in the kind of lens of Parler and how we've adapted uh, has to do with this big upcoming release that we have. Yeah, I mean, even Google is even making an update to their their Hangouts to make it more Zoom-like. So that's pretty. Oh yeah, the, the grid about. view. <laughs> the gr yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody want to be Zoom, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, even us, we're trying to do our part in offering some some free some free versions of Parler functionality, which is the the big new uh, release going out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so today we kind of wanted to, to spend some time talking about. Um, the work that goes into launching something like, like a free version of a product, or even it can just be as simple as that, but as big as a new version of your product, new big launch feature launch of your product, or just the first initial version of your product. Because um, from, from my experience, um, I don't know for you know, but do all the stuff that we've been doing as far as getting ready to release the free version of your product is a lot more than I ever thought goes into something like that. It's, as far as like the promotion, the marketing aspect and all of the stuff that actually goes into not just the product work that you have to have done in order to make the product work, but all the other stuff that goes alongside of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, for specifically for startups, when there's a big feature launch or uh, like a new initiative, it's really an all hands on deck experience. And we've noticed we've uh, experienced that now. <laughs> I feel like just about everything we do is all hands on deck, but nothing more so than this, uh, this upcoming launch, which is, you know, like Cam said, spoiler alert, uh, launching a free version <laughs> of Parler. 
Um, so from like the product side and kind of, uh, you know, changing our product in order to kind of uh, fit in the new cliffs for uh, the freemium experience and also kind of uh, adding additional features to kind of make our free experience more robust. Uh, and then like Cam said, kind of like on the marketing side and the promotional side, like how, how do you, um, you know, market this to users and, and at the same time, how do you like make sure that it's received well? So uh, a lot of exciting stuff and it's kind of forced us and our product and company to mature in ways that uh, I feel like we really needed to, you know, it's kind of, you know, forced us to put together support documents. Uh, you know, I think that was something that was definitely new to cam uh at a big company like you know you never had to worry about jumping in and like you know creating support docs from the from the start so um things of that nature that curious, like, yeah, yeah we, we can get into that later <laughs> yeah, in more detail yeah, mm -hmm. yeah but, but but just the whole coronavirus in general has pretty much forced everybody to adapt in some way or another and all the work we're doing now the work everybody else is doing now regardless if it's launching a new product reorganizing how um, your product or functions, um, redesigning some core product features now that you have a time to take a step back, like all the stuff that you're doing now is going to pay off in the long run. I know everything's mm -hmm. probably tough right now. Everyone's struggling in one way or another, but all the stuff you do now for us, it's launching the free version, which has forced our hand and doing a lot of stuff that's, like Yona said, uh, helping us mature as a company. That's all going to pay up, pay dividends down the line in the long mm -hmm. run. Yeah. And I'm sure people who are familiar with like sales uh, are aware that a lot of people, uh, especially companies, aren't purchasing software right now. So uh, it's had a huge impact in the way that companies are marketing their products, especially SaaS companies. Uh, so there's a lot of financial instability, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, losing their jobs and uh, so it's, it's not the best time to be, you know, pushing your, you know, expensive, like enterprise SaaS solution on people, you know, when they're, when they're figuring out how to like keep as many employees on staff as possible. So, uh, you know, that's kind of what's necessitated, uh, you know, a lot of changes to the marketing strategy and that kind of trickles down through every level of the company. So, uh, you know, how do you change your product uh, to kind of, uh, you know, enable these marketing strategies, whether it's a freemium model or, uh, you know, extending what your free tier uh, allows. Um, and, you know, there, it kind of has a profound impact on, um, you know, the long-term like customer value and kind of building out that funnel of potential users that, you know, not only kind of take this goodwill uh, you know, good will action uh, and kind of internalize it and think like, okay, this company's trying to provide something useful for us in the moment. Um, and then kind of like over time, um, kind of convert those people when things go back to normal into, you know, potentially paying customers. So there's a lot of thought that needs to go into it, you know, as much as there's a lot of goodwill actors out there looking to kind of, you know, just give products out that, you know, might be useful to folks right now. Um, you know, there is a lot of, you know, marketing strategy that goes into that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But back to our exciting new stuff this week. <laughs> so the free version of Parler, which actually when Jonas and I first started about eight months ago, that's what uh, Keith, the CEO, said that that was going to be our first thing we shipped as PMs at Parler. And now here we are eight months later. <laughs> finally going to do it. <laughs> you know, startups, uh, you know, priorities constantly change. So, uh, you know, that's, yeah, that's yeah. understandable. Um, and yeah, from like in our experience, like a lot of times, uh, you know, 
our philosophy is to, to focus on, uh, you know, building out our product, the core functionalities, but also to support our existing customers. And I think that's why things just got shifted down, you know, down the roadmap yeah. for so long. Um, so yeah. it, it, it makes sense. But, uh, you know, the timing right now is right, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's prime. We're yeah. going live on, on product hunt. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Product Hunt is uh, Product Hunt's interesting because that was where, you know, when I was searching for jobs, I would find myself looking around just to, you know, find potential new companies that I might be interested in, you know, applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. It's like a nice, nice place to look at since there's, you know, always those hot like new companies with uh, products out that might be hiring. Uh, but yeah, it's also an amazing community for kind of promoting a new product that you have. Uh, and yeah, no, that's something that's, you know, kind of uh, crucial to this free product launch that we're doing. So it might be interesting to talk a little bit about what goes into a product hunt launch and like even what is product hunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to give the little detail about what product hunt is or you want, you want me to take a stab at it? I could give it a try. You can, you can clean up my mess. <laughs> so, so like, you know, maybe I have a little bit more, uh, you know, familiarity with it. Um, so product hunt to me, uh, it's like a, it's a community based website that, you know, allows, uh, products, um, owners, you know, whether they're the makers on the platform, that's what they're called, uh, and, and supporters, um, to, uh, share their products with a community that, um, you know, could serve as like early, uh, you know, kind of early ambassadors for it. Um, and then also gives early access to those people in the community to that product so that they can provide feedback. And also they get kind of the first dibs at, at trying out this new, uh, product or feature that you're launching. So it's kind of like a two-sided marketplace, but, uh, you know, great opportunities for, you know, earlier companies to uh, share their product with a, you know, engaged community and, and get early feedback and traction. Hopefully we'll see yeah. about that. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's always the goal. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, that sums it up just how I would put it. Uh, so let's spend the remaining time just kind of going into what goes into making a, to launch in our product hunt in a successful way, however you guys that to be for your company and for your product um and this can probably be transferred over to any new product feature launch or any new mvp version of a feature um for your product mm-hmm. so i think to start it off i think the biggest impact that we both had to do was creating all the updates to our support documentation which was a beast within itself uh, if i should yeah. say <laughs> yeah. really puts into perspective you know how robust the product is and i know not to horns, <laughs> but i was like oh man like really really got a lot going on here you know thankfully it makes sense it's like a, you know there's a good story that it's told through the support documents which you know was nice to see but um yeah it's like surprising that you know that there's a whole different type of writing that's ne- necessary for that as well kind of uh like um, being able to concisely uh, describe like the use cases. So I think it makes sense as product people for us to be the ones putting that together. But, you know, it's interesting. I, I feel like a lot of companies have their customer support teams putting together those support docs. Like in, in your experience, have you seen that? Um, for So at, at Optum, we had a technical writer. We had two of them who I work very closely with. And they pretty much, what we would do, we would um, just tag what new feature was going on in the next release. And then we would explain it to them and we would have our, the product people would have, would create their own internal documentation on our confluence pages. And then we would, they would reference that and their technical documentation um, Mm. of how the product worked and looked and functioned. 
Okay. So he, like these people were literally their sole job was to write technical documentation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they wrote all the release notes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. But it, it totally makes sense that product people are going to have their own way that they want to talk about it internally, but yeah. Um, yeah. And they would just clean it up and make it sound nice <laughs> for us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, so uh, I was, I was reading about, like I saw like a LinkedIn post like two weeks, three weeks ago when we first started um, organizing and thinking about the support documentation. And it was really fascinating to me because they were talking about like when you're a PM, it's not just how, about how your product looks and functions in the front end to your users. Um, your support docs are also a reflection of you as a PM as well. So you shouldn't push those off to the side and just like, oh, it's, it's just support docs. Like who cares? Like they're actually a, a very critical part into um, your whole product experience for your users. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, like the, the, the hope is that um, just about everybody that accesses the product now looks at these product, at these docs so that they understand kind of the best practices, how to use the product. Uh, it is essentially like product marketing, you know, finding a way to speak yeah. about the product. Uh, and it does play a role in, you know, marketing and sales. Uh, you know, a lot of people who come to check out our free products might come and look at our FAQs or the kind of startup guide. Uh, and you know, I think that, yeah, you're right. It it is super important and it display, it kind of represents our product, uh, you know, in, in words and pictures. So super important part. Uh, and yeah, we spent like what, two weeks on it. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully, uh, people, you know, take a look and, and, uh, you know, are able to, you know, play around and, and find it useful. Yeah. So when establishing, if you don't have a support documentation process already, or a place to put all your support docs. Some things to think about when creating your first support docs are um, where you want to put those. Do you want to have it on your blog? So you have to create a new blog to put them. Do you want to have just straight up Google Docs where you can just send links to your users or customers? Um, for us, we're using a Notion, which is like a knowledge-based um, platform that you can make uh, links shareable. So we're hosting all of our support docs on a public Notion page where our users and customers can just go quickly access it pretty simply in, uh, in any web browser. Yeah, yeah. So I know back at Firecracker, we used Intercom. They had a, a knowledge-based tool. Um, there's, you know, a, a whole slew of like different actual knowledge-based tools out there. But yeah, this is kind of like the the startup hack way of uh, putting <laughs> yeah. it it. But it looks good. It looks good. It so, does look good. Yeah. So, you know, you know, to their own horn a little bit, but it looks good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, so, and then also with the support docs, you want to have some, some GIFs, some videos of how the actual product works because some people like learning just watching how it's done. Some people would rather read it. So catering to Mm -hmm. both sides. Right. Right. Yeah. So having the design team uh, put together some like more high fidelity, like gifts and mock-ups that we can share was also a part that went into it. Uh, You know, make sure we look, uh, we look official. So (laughs) shout out, shout out to uh, the chief design officer, Jonah, who put in a lot of work, making sure that, uh, you know, the product uh, marketing and positioning looks good from a visual standpoint. Yep. If you don't have a desi- designer, just straight up screen record. And yeah. Just, just throw them in there. <laughs> yeah. So and maybe useful, uh, actually, some like a couple of the tools that came up out of this. You could talk about what like screen capture tool you've been using. But I found uh, Giphy Capture super useful for recording um, for recording GIFs on just simple screen recording and turn it into a GIF, um, downloadable GIF. So that's a little tidbit that I've come out with. Yep. I've been using Cloud App mainly for for my stuff pretty pretty neat tool it's pretty popular i think that's the job 
Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so, it does. All right, look, go ahead. Let's go to the next yeah, topic. Yeah. Uh, I think the next piece, it's still on like the lens of in the kind of lens of marketing, uh, but putting together that video, you know, that's uh, a really important <laughs> part for every, every product launch, you know, with the, you know, the super energetic music in the background and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, a, a little bit of uh swiddly editing, making, uh, making the product look cool. That was uh, really cool to see that come together. It looks like the video just got done like today. <laughs> we're launching like Wednesday. So <laughs> keep it low, keep it low, keep it low. <laughs> yeah. But for the, for the video, for those that don't know, um, or to give you guys kind of some context behind it, it's pretty much just the product video of Keith, the CEO, giving an overview of what's included in the free version of parlor. And then we have some simple screen recordings and some upbeat music, like Yona said, just kind of detailing how the product works, the, the benefits of it, the features you can use and this, a nice little promo um, for your product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like always been tough for me to try and explain our product to like non-technical people. Uh, you know, my parents, for example, they I don't think they have any clue what we do. So uh, <laughs> when I, I show them the, the the video and I feel like I saw like a little light bulb go off in there. Like, oh, okay, okay. So that's a sign of a, of a good uh, a good product video. So <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. If your parents that know, that know nothing about tech understand your product after watching the video, it, it works. <laughs> yeah. Pay the man. <laughs> uh, um, and then, you know, one, one piece that I got super involved with, um, for some reason, I really enjoyed this was, uh, putting together. Yeah, I can a, tell. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the, the drip campaign for, uh, like the email nurtures. Uh, so essentially with our product previously, every single customer was a paying customer of parlor. Uh, so, and they, with a parlor uh, subscription, you get access to either Cam or myself as a discovery specialist. And we essentially act as, uh, you know, experts in, in the product discovery. And we help you uh, throughout the process of your parlor subscription uh, with creating, managing, executing all of your uh, discovery efforts through parlor. So we didn't really need a email campaign like automated through like, you know, some platform like a CRM um, because we had a really high touch with all of the customers. But with this new influx of free folks, hopefully, uh, you know, we won't be able to keep up with all of them. Uh, so it's really important that we are able to send them informational, educational content uh, and also like, you know, trigger emails based off user engagement and activity so that we can get them information like when they need it the most. So uh, we put together a, a couple of different email campaigns. Uh, and that was like a really important part of, uh, you know, getting ready for this because it kind of takes a lot of the burden of customer support off of us uh, and also allows us to kind of get that, you know, engaging material out uh, and at the right time. So I've enjoyed working on that, uh, but that's been a beast. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is super nice though, because I feel like every like, company, every like successful startup have that type of stuff. Like when you first sign up for an account, boom, you get an email, like literally immediately to your phone. It's like, Oh, like, thanks for joining. Thanks for signing up. And so finally having that is super cool to, to have. So shout out to you. 
Yeah, I got to I got to have a little bit of fun with that, you know. Uh, hey, yeah, if you, I'm uh, ready. <laughs> if, 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 even you'll just sign sign up for Parlor so you can at least get my uh, get, get my email uh, the the nurture campaign that uh, you get. You know, it's only five emails at first, so I promise you know it, it won't we won't send you uh, you know bombard you with things uh, except for that first week, I guess. But uh, you know, try to try to take a different approach. You know, everybody understands that you're get why you're getting these emails. So try to add a little bit yeah. of uh, humor to it and make it a little bit more uh, personal. Um, so you know, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, check us out, parlor.io slash free, you know, sign <laughs> up. Yeah, even if you don't use the product, you just want to see my, my nice copywriting skills, then, you know, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when I first like was testing the, the free run, I didn't know that Adam, um, our VP of marketing, like sped up the timing of it to happening every two minutes so i literally got all five emails within 10 minutes and i was like what the, i was like what is going on right now <laughs> and then he like, sent the slack message to like clarify everything i was like oh my god you thought there was a problem that might have been a little too much me for for like a yeah. <laughs> i was like why is jonas blowing my phone up right now it's just crazy <laughs> yeah my apologies uh yeah, no, but I think that is it for today. I know it's a, a bit shorter than usual, but we have to go to the, the war room to get ready for our, our big launch. So yeah, hope you understand. <laughs> hope you understand. But big things coming. So make sure you, uh, you know, keep it locked uh, on the parlor uh, socials. We'll be sending out messages as soon as everything is live. Uh, be sure to check us out. You know, if you're a product person, you want to hear from us, get a little demo walkthrough, feel free to reach out. But you know, it's an exciting time for us. So uh, we hope everybody gets a chance to, to check us out and show us some love on product time. Sir, we'll talk to everybody soon. We'll be back next week with a a fresher, more upbeat, and less tired Cameron and Jonas. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your week.